Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me here today. Today I have another story lined up for you that I am thinking a lot will enjoy, especially if you're into nature and things like that. You know, over the years I have found that every piece of clothing that I have ever bought seems to have a story to tell, be it bad or be it good. I'm not exactly sure why this bond between the garment, the wearer, and the event is so strong, but one thing I know for certain, it's there. Not only clothing, neither, as I have had things lying in, in and around my shop that I have had for over 50 years, and you know, never used them. It seems that the bond between us is so strong that I can't give, sell, or throw any of them away. And I probably shouldn't mention this, but I can't even throw away my scrap pieces of wood in my woodworking shop. Anyways, this story today isn't about my woodworking shop or what I have lying around. You could say it is a story of life, a road map, so to speak, that brought a lot of us to where we are today. I hope you enjoy What Makes a Man. Years ago, there was one item that pretty well every hunter or farmer wore at one time or another, including a few women, if I might be so bold to add to the list. Mostly, they were worn in the winter months, but I have heard from certain friends of mine that they wear them year-round. What would they be? Well, that item would be what we called long johns, or long handles. Underwear, in short, or, yeah, you know, I guess you could just say undergarments. How's that? An old saying was, getting up in the morning... I never started a day without putting on my long handles. Now, when you get to talking about the old long handles, I have found that no matter what kind of body you have, be it tall, slender, chubby, athletic, petite, or even if you have an hourglass figure, there is no possible way for anybody to look dignified while wearing them. And especially in a hunting camp. No, this isn't the same story I wrote a while back about the old long handles. It's another. I had so many folks actually liking it that I thought I would write up another. This time, though, it's about what took place at our hunting camp many years ago. The first one I wrote was called Underwear, and it was episode four for those that would like to listen to it. Anyways, on with the story at hand. Many a day when hunting with my old buddies, me and being the youngest at the time, it was sure a sight to see them old fellers walking around their long handles, let me tell you, with the rolled up arms and sagging crotch, which looked like a badly put up tent, you would find them at nights or in the early morning hours standing around cleaning their rifles, making coffee and swapping stories. The thing was, that when wearing these old long handles, you have to keep in mind that, well, they hid nothing. And seeing them old fellers' spindly legs, along with bulges in certain areas, 
that I never would have believed existed, and my mind was something that, truth be told, I could have done without. <laughs> I will say this, though, that in all my days of hunting with him, I never ever heard anyone making any serious accusations towards anyone, at least to their face. It was acceptable, though, to poke fun at maybe a few extra pounds one might have gained since the last time they seen him, but that was about the extent of it. He also didn't send off any stale jokes when one appeared in his long handles. As we knew back then that, well, we all had some flaws. For myself now, I had been watching these fellers, and the first year of hunting with them, I came up with a plan that I would put on my long handles the very first night, then parade around in front of them and get the formality out of the way right off. Well, I did. But it wasn't without a lot of razzing, let me tell you. Truth be told, I'm not sure if that was the wisest thing to do. If I had to do it all over again, I think I would have waited till they had all theirs on and then maybe gradually ease my way into the room. <laughs> one old feller, Howard, a very great friend of my dad's, he got to chatting one night after a day's hunt. Being quite diplomatic, he said that, the old long handles kept them honest, as at any given time they revealed all his flaws and faults, and that, you know, we should all be aware of that. He then went on to say that no matter whether you are a lawyer, doc doctor, politician, or as far as that goes, even a minister, all dressed up in their fancy daily clothes, and when they got to stripping down to their long handles, the truth, well, made its presence rather quickly. Sounded about right to me, and, you know, kind of made me a long-handle wearer from that day forward. Later on, as I got older, a few of the newer hunters of our group got into wearing some new fang-dangled underwear, which they came in two parts. The good old back door was gone, along with the hanging and grouping at the crotch. And for most parts, us old-timers thought that they just didn't look dignified anymore. A couple of guys even said that they sort of took the fun out of things. I guess you would have had to live, and as we did many years ago, to really grasp the full meaning of what it was to own and wear a pair of long handles. One night at the hunting camp, that still gets me to laugh, and was old Harry. Harry, he was, he was our cook, and if I might add, a darn good one, too. Anyways, I, every night after coming in from the hunt, he would immediately shed a cold, damp clothes and get to cooking and while well, wearing his long handles. So after a day or so on arriving at the camp, Dad, he slipped into his room and when he wasn't looking, and he wrote down the name of his underwear. Later that day, Dad made an excuse he had to go to town for some ammo and things. Now Harry, he wore an extra large inside, so Dad... When he was in town, he bought a boy's extra large and brought it home. Back at the camp, he washed them along with his and let them dry so they didn't look new. Later on, when Harry was out visiting the outhouse, Dad took his old long handles and replaced them with the new ones he bought. The next day, some real cold weather fell upon us, and Dad said that being so cold, he thought he might sleep in his long handles. And upon saying that, all the rest of the camp said they were going to do the same. 
later on, one by one, we got out our pants and things and were lying around on our bunks. Then Harry came out walking funny, mumbling himself. And there in front of us was Harry in his long handles, his sleeves were at his elbows, the bottom of his legs were up around his knees, and his crotch was what one would say in a stranglehold that would make anyone kind of grit their teeth. (laughs) I'm not sure what has happened to them darn long handles of mine, he said. They seemed just fine last night. One old feller, he said, Harry, I kind of think that maybe you're eating too much of your own cooking these days. At least look, at least by the looks of these things, as it seems to me you're gaining weight. Dad then spoke up, saying, I never seen a man grow so much, and at 72. With that, we all laughed to the extent that some of us had to sit down. We never ever did tell Harry what we had done. Reason being, him being the cook, well, let's just say if he had found out, I think we would have went without a few meals, or maybe meals that wouldn't be as tasty. You know, I have come to the conclusion after all these years that the best part of hunting or fishing for me is thinking and planning things before I go, and then talking and writing stories about it after I get back home, in a fashionable sort of way. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.